www.antifa.com. Oh, close to Joe Biden. JoeBiden.com. Coming to you from deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker, located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth, the show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain, and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. Greetings, greetings once again. This is the David Allen Show uh, pre. This is our pre-100th episode. David, you're in the building for our pre-100th. I like it. So, and I'm... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm doing my yes. my Biden impression. <laughs> Plus, I'm not wearing pants. So, I mean, what's not to like about Vermont? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, then uh, we, we are we're at the 100th, but we aren't there yet. Yeah. In like, we want that to be special. So, 100. Um, this is 99.5 full episodes. This isn't going to be a full episode. Oh no, 99.5 FM here. Yeah. On, on the podcast dial. Yeah. <clears throat> so chaos, chaos in Germany. Really? Isn't it strange that we've been told that we America are the the dumb right? Mm-hmm. Racist whiteies mm-hmm. are the yep. bad only ones in the world yeah. who are pushing back against this coronavirus. Sure, and these these mm-hmm. government controls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how come that's what we're told? Uh, because the whole purpose of the virus at this point is to control and manipulate people and Ooh. try to um, push the try to weaken the United States enough. To push us into a one-world government, uh, Germany, there are riots and we're pr- sorry, <clears throat> demonstrations against forced vaccinations, against mask mandates, against this virus. David Ike even spoke in London. He got out on one of these rallies, which is kind of crazy. I didn't. I thought he was banned from London, but he was there from London. I thought he was from the city. Well, if from come- England, I thought. I thought they banned him. Well, how would they do that? I don't They'd know. Have to take away... They hate him because he speaks some sort well, of alternate universe. Well, yeah. I mean, the guy seems to be smart, but it's <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to. Um, I I don't believe that reptilians run the world. I can't so. believe you would not believe that. And so, any, well, what's reptilian who... mean? Isn't that the question? Well, I think I think. Doesn't he think that they're space aliens? Probably. Okay. So there you go. I can't believe that space aliens run the world because it's, to me, it's, A, it's ridiculous that beings from another planet in the universe. You said beings or beans? Beings from another planet in this universe Mm -hmm. would spend all of the time and effort to get here and then for what? If they have the technology to go across millions of light years, it would take no time at all for them to conquer the world. So then conquer the world. Why would they skulk in the darkness if they actually came from some other planet? It's ridiculous. So, uh, but I do believe, you know, there could be 
uh, demonic entities that do stuff uh, are maybe trans-dimensional entities. But anyways, I digress. What's a trans-dimensional entity? Is that an, is that similar to a, a trans? Um, oh, I forgot. Person? I didn't start. I um I I identify as he and him. Those are your so, preferred pronouns. Yeah, those are my preferred pronouns. What about they. you? Because yesterday you said she and and her, and I I'm just I'm just wondering. Is shim an option? Well, however you identify as a crazy person, um, yeah. Okay, perfect. Import- I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry for changing the. <laughs> yeah. You. We were talking about David Ike protesters Kinda. in Germany. Uh, Portland, Oregon is burning down again. Still, still, much still like burning. Germany. Much like Germany. Yeah, what what's up with that? What is up with that? I mean, come on, pee or get off the potty. Either burn the place, burn the joint down, or, you know, go, well, that's right, they don't have jobs. But go back to college or whatever it Why, is you're That's not going. better. Well, I'd rather how do you think they got, down a college How do you think than, they got to this point? Uh, because they're brainwashed and their parents college. did horrific jobs. Well, there's that. Uh, and, and then D.C., we're jumping all over the place. D- uh, Washington, D.C., the uh, the Republican... Otherwise the, known as the District the of District Columbia. Of Col- yeah. C- 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 yeah. Um, the Republican National... The last day of the RNC. Mm-hmm. The Republican National Convention. Okay. Uh, was in D.C. Right. Uh, or the last speech was uh, illegally, according to the left, at the White House. Illegally. Well... It was held illegally. I'm sure if you ask them, he had an illegal bowel movement this uh, this morning too, uh, and he illegally uh, misappropriated oxygen mm. that was rightfully owned by a slave. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. You know. Anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, afterward, there were protests, protest protesters, really, uh, and outside DC harassing. Oh, Rand Paul. The, with that, and and the guests as they came out of this event. Mm-hmm. All that was missing was actual lynching. But you know, um, I was talking to somebody, and they made a, I think, kind of a good point, and that is, um, did any of these people actually touch Rand Paul or push at him or take a swing at him? Uh, they pushed him? at the cop that was right trying to keep him able to go through the crowd so they they did yes oh okay all right and then because if they didn't do that then this is just um well it you could maybe say some if some of the stuff they said was terroristic threats i I suppose you could maybe make that case potentially depending upon what they said well at what point is it acceptable to with a bullhorn get in someone's face and just scream at them um, is that ever acceptable in in a civilized society? Uh, uh no. no. Is is there a proper recourse? Uh, I don't. Th- I mean, in our society. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would think that because uh, if I yell they at you, define that as would that be free um, speech? But f- like potentially harming someone's body by no, I that sounds stupid. Like to say if it out loud. ruptured their eardrum, yeah. So if you're like that'd like be blaring, a different story. Like is that's causing harm even though you didn't touch them, right? Yeah. Would you have to? Would that be hard to prove? 
Well, it depends. I mean, if all windows shatter around you and people <laughs> fall to well, their knees and un- clutching their it? ears. Who can do that? Un- un- Andrea Bucelli, whatever his name is? Yeah. The tenor, can't he do that? <laughs> Break glass with his voice? Oh, I, uh, is it live or is it Memorex? Remember those commercials? <laughs> no. Oh, really? Oh, they, they'd have an opera singer singing and then it would shatter a glass and then they would say, is it live or is it Memorex? Hmm. I'm sold. Yes. How yes, many indeed. licks does it take to get into the middle of a lollipop? Portland, Do you remember man, that one? No, a man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. Back to Portland. This is from the APnews.com. The Associated Press, which mm-hmm. is kind of the the source for a lot of people. A lot of journalists use the AP as a source. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man was f- who was fatally shot after supporters of President Donald Trump clashed with left-wing protesters on the streets of Portland, Oregon, was a supporter of the right-wing group Patriot Prayer. Okay. Joey Gibson, head of the group based in Washington State, told the AP, the man who was shot to death Saturday night was a good friend, although he did not identify him. Gibson said he was also in Portland on Saturday night, this was last night, when the Trump supporters clashed with Black Lives Matter protesters downtown. Gibson arrived at the scene of the shooting shortly after it happened, and the video uh, from the scene showed he was briefly corralled in a nearby gas station by angry protesters. Quote, I can't say much right now. All I can do is verify that he was a good friend and a supporter of Patriot Prayer, Gibson said of the shooting victim. Uh, Police issued a plea for any information related to the killing, including videos, photos, or eyewitness accounts. The shooting happened about 15 minutes after a caravan of about 600 vehicles that were part of a pro-Trump rally left downtown. It wasn't clear if the shooting was related to the clashes between Trump supporters and counter-protesters at Portland, which has become a flashpoint in the national Black Lives Matter protests since George Floyd was killed in May, and an increasing centerpiece in Trump's law and order re-election campaign theme. Police have not released any information about the case, but said they were aware of videos on social media that showed the shooting. Quote, this from the chief of police, Chuck Lovell. Lovell, probably. It is still early in this investigation. I ask everyone to give the detectives time to do their important work before drawing conclusions about what took place. If anyone can provide information about this case, I ask them to please reach out to our detectives. No, just scroll Reddit. Just get on Twitter. You'll find it. Uh, Police said the man was shot in the chest. He was not immediately identified. It's unclear who shot him. So that's a... Hold on. Governor Kate Brown, Comrade Kate, as we call her here, a Democrat who has feuded with Trump, said in a statement that Trump has, quote, encouraged division and stoked violence in American cities. Now, including Portland. So this is Trump's fault. Uh, And somewhere a pot is calling a kettle black. (laughs) But despite the president's jeers and tweets, this is a matter of life and death, she says. Whether it's his completely incompetent response to the pandemic, where nearly 200,000 people have died, she's raising the ante already, uh, or his outright encouragement of violence in our streets, it should be clear to everyone by now that no one is truly safe with Donald Trump as president. Kate Brown. And she was able to say that with a straight face. <laughs> wow. Well, you may call it straight, 
I'm sorry, a I think uh, she's cisgender. The, for whatever for what it's worth, I think she's the nation's first uh openly bisexual governor. Huh. <laughs> for, <clears throat> that's according to the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. So Portland is burning down again or continually burning down. People are dying. And why uh, remind me again why anybody would want to stay living in Portland or having a business in Portland? Um I can't answer that. Like if I if I live there, if it if it resulted in personal bankruptcy, I'd still leave. Well, I don't know how you couldn't. Otherwise, you'll die. Yeah. That that's the part that I think is just insane because there is nothing else. Because because uh, those mo- the mobs you you can't reason with the mobs and they're like they're like a fire. It, they don't discriminate against who they're going to victimize. Mm-hmm. They'll any anybody anything in their path. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm looking for an, <clears throat> another article that I, I saw. Go ahead. I I uh, this is probably anecdotal, so probably oh, didn't wrong. happen. It didn't. Um, I can't remember where it was. I think it was supposedly in Portland, Seattle, someplace like that. Supposedly, some guy with a bunch of of uh, Trump stickers went um, where all the Antifa folk uh, parked to come and protest. He put Trump stickers all over <laughs> on their bumpers. And uh, their cars got smashed up because people thought they were. <laughs> now, if that's true, that's awesome. <laughs> I know that's that I mean, is that's, hilarious. That is, would that be considered a troll? I think so. Yeah, <clears throat> I do. I mean, I that's two enthusiastic thumbs up. Uh, this article shared 32 minutes ago, the Nationalist Review. Um. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Late last night, Nationalist Review reported that a member of the conservative and pro-police group Patriot Prayer was assassinated on the streets of Portland. Today, just hours after the shooting took place, a crowdsourced effort has revealed the likely identity of the shooter. Uh, there are pictures of a guy, Michael Reynolds, a native of Portland, and self-proclaimed security guard for the Portland rioters appears to be the trigger man. After collectively scouring the internet from footage uh, from other riot incidences, citizen sleuths on 4chan, there it I was, is. I was going to say, <laughs> I bet it's 4chan. Managed to uncover what appears to be the shooter in last night's exec- execution of a Patriot Prayer member and supporter of Donald Trump. Below you will find the evidence collected by the anonymous image board that Nationalist Review found quite compelling. Um, so then there are a lot of pictures. You can find this information at nationalistreview.net uh, is the website. <clears throat> um, so speaking of shootings at riots, um, let's uh, <laughs> dig into a little bit um, of the, this, uh, this Kyle, is it Rittenhouse? From uh, uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, 17-year-old kid playing Fortnite. I'm sorry, um, security guard at uh, the riots. Protest, peaceful, the mostly peaceful 
protests in Wisconsin following the uh, police's uh, the, what they're uh, horrible gunning down of a black man, a Blake Jacob Blake is that his name? Um. Anyway, following the the the, the shooting of him in the back, supposedly. Um, yeah, Jacob Blake. Mm-hmm. Um. So there, there's a young kid who is there to protect people's businesses. He's got an AR-15. Turns out he's 17. Yeah. Um. Gets accosted. Yep, because it's an open carry state. According to the New York Times, uh, gets accosted and shoots a guy, kills him, who is trying to get him, threw stuff at him, and then was apparently trying to get his gun. Um, and then run gets chased down the street by the mob who are going to get him, and he trips and falls, and he gets hit by one attacker, as he is on the ground and then he shoots one guy in the stomach, I believe who is hits him with a a skateboard. So he shoots him and then another guy comes at him with a pistol and he shoots and he shoots that guy in the arm. Yep. And then people back off and then he gets up and runs farther down the road toward police hands up toward the, the big armored vehicles. Mm -hmm. They don't know what's going on. They tell him to get away. He's doing He's doing what you would do to not get shot is you put your hands up and you walk, you know, slowly. People, they know, the cops can see what you're doing. Um, and then they drive by because they don't know who he is or what's going on. But he, he, he didn't pose a threat to them. And then he leaves. They arrest him the next day, charge him with first degree intentional homicide. Yeah, that won't stick. It can't. But why go to first degree? Because you have a district attorney, but doesn't that guarantee to... an acquittal, um, or a dismissal? If you go that extreme with that much evidence, I mean, for any DA to look at that and go, "Oh, he intended to murder well, people." Well, there's an initial charge. Uh, yeah, I don't know how how Wisconsin would do it, but uh, th- probably the other thing too is they want. H- uh, want to do a plea bargain because I'm sure he's oh. been tested or he's uh, it was um, uh, charged with first degree murder and then second degree murder and third degree murder and first degree this hmm. second degree that and they do that to try to get people to, to uh, uh, from what I've heard from some people yep. is that because he is an Illinois resident mm-hmm. um, it would be illegal for him to come across the state lines with a weapon so that might be a, a, so there may be a gun charge that would be legitimate in here, but the fact that he shot that someone only a Wisconsin uh, well, and I think the fact that he was seventeen also was a problem. Well, then he should be he's a he's a juvenile. Well, now that's an interesting thought. If they if they try him as an adult, mm-hmm. does he get all the adult perks? To where that charge would not would no, not stick. No, they'll try him as an adult. Right. But you know, I was thinking about not just um well, this one and and uh like um uh, uh, the George Floyd mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. Not the cop who's on the back of George Floyd, but the other cops. 
And I was I was thinking how um, <clears throat> for the past what three four years the the narrative is um, uh, we have to support gay marriage because how would you feel if you were this person mm-hmm. who was a homosexual and you could never marry? We got to support trans rights because how would you feel if you were this person or if your son was this or your daughter was this? And so we have to we have to support abortion because how would you feel? Put yourself in their position. And um consider the police officers with the uh, George Floyd case um the the uh the guy who was on his fourth day at as a police officer with um the the officer who was on his back was his training officer he's on top of a guy you're talking about George Floyd again yes yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's on top of George Floyd this guy who's been on the force for 4 days mm-hmm. t- tells him maybe we should put him on his side and your training officer, right. the guy you're supposed to learn from, yeah, tells you no, don't worry about it. How would you mm-hmm. feel if mm-hmm. you were that person, or if that was your dad, or if that was your son? How would you feel about that guy being being uh, strung up and thrown in prison, who decided he wanted to be a cop and wanted to serve at the age of 37 and went so be, to become, uh, you know, to serve people? How would you feel? So the hypocrisy is is extreme. Mm-hmm. And it only applies to whatever narrative they're trying to push. So how would you feel if your son went across because he wanted to help people and was needlessly attacked? <laughs> you know, how would you feel? <clears throat> but... I want to talk a little bit about Facebook. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm seeing more and more um, idiots. I shouldn't say idiots. They're not. I mean, they're they're not. I mean, because they, they know the English language. They know how to type. They know how to get on a computer. They know how to form words and paragraphs and a semi-cogent thought. So they're not complete and total idiots. But... The number of people that come out, and it, 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 it's so fascinating to me, um, because we're we're in rural mm-hmm. America, predominantly white, where Except we where live. Where you live, but yes. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but where we're mm-hmm. sitting right now, mm-hmm. and uh, the people that I I see them making comments. Mm-hmm. Um, very few black friends, very few black audience. So, um, so I don't know who they're talking to. I don't know who they're trying to impress. But the support and the illogical arguments that they come up with, um, it's 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 infuriating. Um, because when people bring um, counter arguments, rather than uh, discuss the merits back and forth and trying to come to a truth. Mm-hmm. They're just solidified in their opinion. And so I have no idea why anybody goes on Facebook anymore. Unless unless you want to be able to punch somebody in the face without actually punching them in the face. I mean, 
because in so many ways it is like a, a like a verbal riot. Um, it's like a verbal mob. There is no sense of trying to learn the truth, trying to convince people, trying to make a difference. It is, I'm going to swing for the fence mm. continually. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what you say. I don't care what your experience is. You're the enemy, and I want to destroy you, rhetorically speaking. What's up with this? <laughs> well, all this began in my my belief the moment Hillary Clinton lost. Because when she lost, the... the but but uh, it's... It's weird because you're I'm seeing more and more people that that have never commented about anything all come out and they all come out and and say these things to and they uh, many of the people around them believe the opposite of what they're saying so so they throw these bombs out there and then uh, um after that they start commenting on other people's posts like there's some kind of avenging angel it's virtue signaling that's all it but is to who to uh the overlords the cnn to msnbc to to the the people that the woke crowd but they're but out here there isn't much of a woke car it's know, not but, but we have been conditioned now especially in the last couple of years that if you do not support 100 percent um, the Black Lives Matter concept, the movement that is that, whatever it is, and I, I've got there who we are up. We're going to read that. Um, unless you support that and, and basically denigrate yourself, unless you, it's that self-flagellation, unless you beat yourself up, especially if you happen to have lighter skin, but then, then you, you have to be, you're terrible. And I've got some more examples of our crazy friend on Facebag losing his absolute mind. But what I don't over Trump. What, Heck, Jim Gaffigan just came out and is losing his mind over Trump. Well, of course he's a liberal. I white know, guy. but he's never done it in public. But it, all of a sudden, Trump RNC. Now he now it's all it's all in it's all in. Well, I I'm wondering because these people that do this. How is this they not election pandering? They, but anyway, they do not have anything to win by doing this they must feel better about themselves they have to they feel better by isolating themselves from everybody around them and eliminating uh maybe uh friendships that they've had their entire lives well that's a good question but see if they get all of their information from the mainstream news which most people do if you get your sole information from what the talk box tells you, um, you are gonna you're, you're gonna start to self hate. You're gonna especially if you're white, you're gonna start beating yourself up because I'm the problem. I didn't even know I was the problem, but I'm the problem. A few shows ago, we read that story of that poor girl who said, "All oh, my friends, you need to watch this movie because I didn't know that I was racist too, but I am." I mean these children and adults are being brainwashed and you know we they call trump derangement syndrome according to gaffigan that's part of the con see i don't know how they can have it both ways trump is either dumb 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 or he's an absolute genius which one is it 
an idiot savant. Is <laughs> funny. <laughs> But but I I totally see your point because they are coming out and it becomes this all or nothing thing. So here's here's what I don't get. I just got yelled at. I mean not me directly, but because I am on Facebook and I um the way it was written was written to anyone that didn't agree solely with this person that I know. Um and it was basically if you are a one issue voter you know the abortion issue. If you if you that's so important to you that that's why you vote. Um, I can't take you seriously. So you can't take yourself seriously because Black Lives Matter must be the thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, and so it, it, it's this idea that we will not agree to disagree. We cannot agree to disagree because you are wrong. I'm right. That's their sentiment, and that started the moment Trump won election. When Hillary Clinton lost, the all the the um, the decorum that maybe the facade of decorum that was out there was gone, burned up, gone quick because Trump, the evil guy, that horrible man who hates women and hates black people and hates everyone that's not himself, hates them. He just won, and I can't believe anyone would support him. So anyone that supports him is equally bad, and I hate him, and I'm gonna yell in your face and tell you about it. But see, I. I think that that was uh, a turning point, but it seems to me that there's something else, ah, that yes. there's another yes. element it or is. several it's elements. It's called COVID-19. And what's happened, and this is from de Blasio uh, Cuomo, the governor of New York, who has been trying to be presidential from his little palace there. Uh, he, Him, Newsom, California governor... Kate Brown, old Commander Walls in your state, um, comrade. Oh, it's a comrade. Uh, they all say, you need to help educate your neighbors on why it's important to wear a mask. For gosh sakes, wear that mask. And if, you're, if your friends don't do it, you need to educate them. What is that? That is me telling you, oh, you're so stupid. Do you understand that you wear that mask for me and I wear my mask for you? Well, there is there is that. I agree. We encourage, I agree. We've encouraged this bullying, self, self-bullying. And busybodyness. Oh, totally. Karen. Um, <laughs> but there's, I think there's also another element involved with this in that people are more and more isolated, so they spend more and more of their time on face bag on um, whatever whatever they were leaning mm-hmm, towards, mm-hmm. they spend more of their day listening to it. Okay, and then the news media has ratcheted yes, up. Yes, yes. So this whole government lockdown that's been self isolation, social distance, physical distance. You know, they've said both of those. They got to change. It's a physical distance. You don't need to be with anyone else. Quick, don't be with anyone. And you're right, because it forces you to stare at your phone. And all now I know is what people are telling me through the television. It's 1984. It, it is. And it's, it's the, um, the reason why I'm isolated is because of Bad Orange Man. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, not only that, um, Bad Orange Man, uh, the party he represents is also causing all these other people to to suffer and so they all need to, to need to pay. <clears throat> mhm. So I don't see any way out of this other than blood. um a lot of blood. blood. 
On the 24th, I was shared a story from Politico. Oh, dear. To me. Yeah. And the commentary was, this is long but a good read. A good insight. That was the gist of, of the commentary. Um, <clears throat> it's long, so I don't want to read it, but the concept was... Summarize it. Well, it's a guy who... It's basically that the Republican Party has no platform and is just imploding. <laughs> now, what's fascinating to me is the amount of bias that's written, this is written from, uh-huh. to be looked at by anyone as, oh, this is a pretty straight up story, it worries me. Because there's no way, when you, when you mention a representative, Matt Gates. You know Matt yeah. Gates from Florida. Yeah. That guy's a brilliant. He's a brilliant debater yeah. on the floor of the House. Yeah. He's fascinating. They talk cla- cartoon. He's cartoonish. How is that not biased? Oh yeah. There was nothing totally. not, nothing derogatory when they were mentioning some of the left senators and and congress people. Here here's one It's uh, outrageous. Do, don't change your thought here, but I I wanted to mention um what really irritates me about uh, when people on the right make really um, uh, stupid arguments against Biden. I mean, it's one thing to poke. You mean to say he's dumb? Or- uh, no, I mean, um, like vitriol, vitriolic uh, uh, lies about not... Uh, where they do, where uh, people on the right try to make arguments based upon straw men that they build up about Biden mm-hmm. or the left. Mm-hmm. That really irritates me. Okay. It, um, it really irritates uh, me when they um, propagate falsehoods about the left because there's enough to criticize about the <laughs> That's left. That's true. You don't have to bring anything up. <laughs> right. And, and then what, what happens is that you're doing the exact same thing that the left do all the time, like mm-hmm. cartoonish mm-hmm. about, um, rather than address the issue because there's no point. I mean, you know, everybody makes fun of, you know, has uh, funny memes and and whatnot. People do it about Trump. That can be funny. They do it about Biden. That can be funny. But to elevate that as like a political argument from the right, uh, that really annoys me because. Just like in life and in everything else, you need to be um you you shouldn't you shouldn't go down into the mud with your adversaries. You should be above reproach. You should make good arguments. Because if there's people listening who want to know the truth, they'll be able to clearly see the people that are doing ad hominem attacks versus actual Are you channel- channeling Michelle? Uh, didn't she say when they go low, we go high? Michelle, who? Obama. Uh, no, I wasn't channeling oh, okay. her. Okay, he's checking. Uh, but anyways, sorry. Um, that just triggered, huh? Hey, hey. Uh, that triggered me when you mentioned about the cartoon. Anyways, Tim Alberta is the author of this article. 
screed. Shall we call it a screed? Yeah, sure. Earlier starts out earlier this month. This is from Politico.com from August 24, just a couple days ago. Six to be exact. Uh, earlier this month, while speaking via Zoom to a promising group of politically inclined high school students, I was met with an abrupt line of inquiry. Quote, I'm sorry, but I still don't understand, said one young man, his pitch a blend of curiosity and exasperation. What do Republicans believe? What does it mean to be a Republican? You could forgive a 17-year-old who has come of age during Donald Trump's reign for failing to recognize a cohesive doctrine that guides the president's party. The supposed canons of GOP orthodoxy, limited government, free enterprise, institutional conservation, moral rectitude, fiscal restraint, global leadership have in recent years gone from elastic to expendable. Identifying this intellectual vacuum is easy enough. Far more difficult is answering the question of what, quite specifically, has filled it. Bumbling through a homily about the culture wars, a horribly overused cliche, I felt exposed. Despite spending more than a decade, because I'm, see, this is it, despite, this guy is so self-deprecating, despite sending, spending more than a decade studying the Republican Party, embedding myself both with its generals and its foot soldiers, reporting on the right was cl- as closely as anyone. I did not have a good answer to the student's question. Vexed, I began to wonder who might. Not an elected official. That would result in a rhetorical exercise devoid of introspection. Not a never-Trumper. That would have as much reason to have... um, They would have as much reason to answer disingenuously as the most fervent MAGA follower. So this is the tone of this article. Well, first of all... How is this straight up down the middle? This is not... Yeah, no, it's not. ...at all. And he's not a good writer. Oh, he's throwing in all the stuff. Yeah. Vexed. Yeah. A homily. <laughs> yeah. It's pretentious is what it is. Oh, it's absolutely pretentious. Yes. So then uh, we scroll way down, 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 and the verdict I'm rendering here is both observable in plain sight and breathtakingly obvious to anyone who has experienced the carnage up close. Some Republicans don't want to see the wheels coming off and therefore insist that everything is fine. Others are not only comfortable with the chaos, but believe it to be their salvation. In either case, these groups are the minority. Most of the party's governing class sees perfectly well what is going on. They know exactly how bad things are and how much worse they could yet be. Even as they attempt to distract from the wreckage, redirecting voters' gaze toward those dastardly democratic socialists and reminding them of the binary choice before them, these Republicans rue their predicament but Uh. see no way out of it. Uh. Like riders on a derailing roller coaster, they brace for a crash but dare not get off. Having written the book on the making of the modern Republican Party, having spent hundreds of hours with its most powerful officials in public and private settings, I cannot possibly exaggerate the number of party leaders who have told me they worry about Trump's instability and its long-term implication for the GOP. Not that any of this should come as a surprise. There's a reason Lindsey Graham called Trump crazy, a bigot, and a kook who's unfit for office. There's a reason Ted Cruz called Trump a pathological liar and a narcissist at a level I don't think this country's ever seen. 
Now, okay, that was during the campaign. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing: when um, oh, Kamala Harris gets questioned by Colbert about how how in the world could she be on Biden's ticket when she essentially accused him of being rapist and uh, like destroyed him over race, supposedly in the debates. What was her answer? <laughs> a debate <laughs> Stephen we're just debating <laughs> it's a debate Stephen that was a debate so this guy clearly can't look the so same way on the I, other side so again you're saying this is one more case of wanting to have it both ways absolutely yeah but you can't yeah uh let's see there's more uh we get down to the next this is a long screed Uh, If there's one principle driving Republican politicians today, it is that traditional American values, faith, patriotism, modesty, the nuclear family are under siege. There is no one. There's no there is no use adjudicating this dispute or enumerating the ways in which Trump has himself undermined these ethics. Rather, what's fascinating to observe is the shift in priorities and proportionality. What has once what was once a source of annoyance and frustration for one sect of the party, social conservatives, has turned into a dominant life force for the GOP. The good news for Republicans is that grievance politics, as Sass describes it, Ben Sass, continues to be highly effective in motivating their base. The bad news, it has diminishing returns when it comes to the many millions of persuadable voters in the middle. Okay, let's and talk about riots that. do. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, yeah. That that's a, that's a uh, <clears throat> that's for good. Um, do you think for a second that there are many millions of voters that are ab- really don't know what they believe? Right. No, I don't. There believe. can't be. No. Uh, no. And if you're if you're a logical person, uh, where's the buzzer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're someone who you know honestly thinks about these sort of things Mm -hmm. you look at the left who hate god hate traditional marriage hate the nuclear family Mm -hmm. hate the middle class Mm -hmm. hate uh want to um uh call you every name in the book and Mm -hmm. will scream at you and are burning down cities Mm -hmm. and the leadership of the left supports this Mm-hmm. So it's not like some fringe group. It's not the AOC part of the of the party. It's the party mm-hmm. that is say, that wants these things. And you look at Trump, and you go, "Yeah, he's a d bag." Um, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, he's yeah, narcissistic. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. But what I do know, every every politician is. Yeah, exactly. But I do know. He said he was going to do a bunch of things. He's done a bunch of those things. <laughs> right. And at least he's doing lip service right. to what the right. other party is ridiculing. So which one am I going to vote for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our friend on Facebag. Now, our favorite friend. Oh, this is not the friend from way back. This is the new friend. That is just ran- losing his mind over Trump. It doesn't understand how anyone can even possibly, possibly. And I'll just read you a couple of the comments. Uh, <clears throat> let's see here. 
uh, noteworthy achievements during Trump's four-day convention. Ready? One, more people died of COVID-19 than died on 9-11. Two, viewership came in a far second to Democrats' national convention. That was yesterday at 11. Today, or no, no, uh, the 28th. Boy, and let's see, not that one. Um, useful fools being used and taken advantage of by Trump. All legitimate protesters need to be off the streets by 5 p.m. wherever they are, whatever their cause or issue. We need to remove <clears throat> the opportunity for white nationalists and paid thugs to rule the night, legitimize Trump's mouth, and dominate press coverage. If not, Democrats will lose the 2020 elections. <gasps> this guy's out of breath. Well, I mean, I agree with them. They should be off the streets at that time. I, I can back that. And, yeah, I mean, they keep pushing this. But, you know, um, was that no agenda? I can't – maybe it was no agenda that, that brought it up that um, that one of the reasons why they're doing all of this stuff um, – and the Democratic Party's hiring all these attorneys to file injunctions about counting votes and whatnot is to try to use some kind of little-known clause in the 20th Amendment or something like that if there isn't a declared winner by oh, yes. January then 20th. Then the House and, picks one. Yeah, which is the House picks one. The Speaker. Yeah, the Speaker <laughs> or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then... Um, if that's the case, if if that actually does happen, well, and then how does that work? Because the Senate picks the vice president, <laughs> and if the Senate is Republican, right? I mean, if I I would I would vote, you know, Rush Limbaugh in, <laughs> you know what I mean? If he's not dead, yeah. If then. he's not dead, uh, <laughs> you know, that's who I would vote for. Uh, to, just to try to torment, right. and then just hope that you, they they get a heart attack can, and die, so that the vice president. Um, can you imagine having a split tar- ticket like that? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. And then, I mean, can you imagine old Ted Cruz as the the vice? Be, well, and then he would be the uh, the tiebreaker <laughs> <Right>. vote. <laughs> uh, Excellent. So, um. But I suppose they're they're also betting that the Democrats are going to win the House and the Senate. So they are absolutely banking on that. Yes, if yeah. that doesn't happen, they are screwed. Yeah, absolutely screwed. <clears throat> well, this is the fifth turning or fourth turning. I'm sorry, going on right now. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Um. This is interesting, and I heard, I read a little bit about this yesterday when it broke, um, and the the house is losing it. And of course, I uh, let's see, can I get past this paywall? Paywall on the Wall Street Journal. What a joke! Um, <laughs> just pay it, man. I'm not paying nothing. Nothing. You sound like a Democrat. Hmm. Uh, The Office of the Director of National Intelligence has informed the House and the Senate 
select committees on intelligence that it'll this is certainly a confounding decision Hello? by the office of the director Hello? of national intelligence okay. uh, to no longer Hi. brief congress in here. person on these Hi. election security issues oh, just 66 okay. days as you said before this uh, uh november presidential election now when the president and the chief of staff were asked about this they pointed to what the ODNI has said, which suggested that part of this change comes in response to some leaking from members of Congress. Listen. Why is the DNI no longer going to be updating the House and the Senate on election security issues in person? Well, I could have Mark answer that question, Mark, please. Yeah, I'll be glad to answer it. I talked to Director Ratcliffe, and uh, as you know, he's been giving briefings. So he's going to uh, ultimately give uh, uh, full briefings in terms of uh, not oral briefings, but full. That's Mark Meadows, briefings. the chief of staff. But it really comes down to one simple thing. The last time they gave briefings, uh, a few members went out and talked to the press and disclosed information that they shouldn't have disclosed. And so he's going to make sure that there's uh, the proper tools for their oversight and make sure that they contain it in a way that does not jeopardize sources and methods for the intel that we gather. Director Radcliffe. Uh, brought information into the committee and the information leaked whether it was shifty shift or somebody else <laughs> uh, they leak the information before it gets in and what's even worse they leak the wrong information and he got tired of it so he wants to do it in a different forum uh, now, allegations that uh, Capitol Hill leaks information that comes from briefings provided by the administration is nothing new uh, to this particular White House. That has been the case in previous administrations as well. What is new, of course, is this decision to send these briefing updates only in paper form and not in person, <clears throat> which gives members of, of Congress an opportunity to have some back and forth with the briefers. And, of course, it's the fact that they are just doing this as it relates to this very specific issue of election security, an issue that, of course, we know President Trump is very sensitive about, particularly when it comes to uh, potential Russian interference in really? the presidential election. Russia? Now, as you said, Anna, this has already, already received round condemnation from Democrats on Capitol Hill. There is a statement from the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the top intelligence uh, oh, shifty top, uh, Democrat on the Intelligence Committee in the House, Adam Schiff. Uh, they call it this, this a shocking abdication <gasps> Shock. of responsibility, and they say this is shameful and coming only weeks before the election demonstrates that the Trump administration is engaged in a politicized effort to withhold election-related information from Congress and the American people at the precise moment that greater transparency and accountability is required. This keeps both the American people and Congress in the dark when both are in need of the information. And they also say in this statement, very interestingly, that the Office of the Director of National Intelligence had actually scheduled a briefing on the topic of election security for mid-September with members of Congress. They actually then went and canceled that briefing and then made this announcement that they were only going to be providing this information in written form. So it certainly is a confounding announcement. We have yet to hear from Republicans on Capitol Hill, but of course we know that this is typically an issue that members of both parties have been concerned about in, in terms of election security and also in terms of getting these briefings in person where they can press intelligence officials about their conclusions. Press them. <clears throat> so they're freaking out. However, what I was listening to uh, DeVoe, no, stop it, none of that. I was listening to uh, Dvorak today talk about it. And the reality is when it comes to legal information, the best, safest way to do that is in paper, writing. You cannot make it up if it's written down. Yes. So if you have, if you, you make an agreement, you do some sort of business deal, write it down. 
Yes. His whole thing was don't talk, don't say it, write it down. Hmm. And that that that's a business practice that makes sense. Well, if you've got which for them to say it's unfounded. Oh, the the claims of of leaking out of the thin are, that's nothing new for this administration. You know why? Cuz it's true. It's nothing new because the people hate him in Congress and they want to get him out. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to leak this stuff out. Well, now they won't be able to because anything that is uh, now given to them will be official and it's going to be officially written down in the record. It's not going to be, well, he said, she said. It's going to be, this is it. <clears throat> and, and here's the say, evidence. Yeah. If it's, if it's, uh, and Dvorak said, and we can actually, if it comes down to it, Trump can declassify that document and say, this is exactly what it was supposed to say. Mm-hmm. They're lying. Mm-hmm. They don't like that. The left doesn't want that. Nancy Pelosi and old Schiff, they can't have that. But my question is, when you say that, will that affect anybody's mind? Oh, no, 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 no. So then it's a moot point. Uh, other than it will be easier for the right, potentially, or for Trump, the administration, to to prove, put that in quotes. Well, well, to publish it somehow, and then it gets out there. And I, it's cognitive dissonance, I understand. But at least they'll have the, the way to say, actually, what they said is not true. And here's the proof of it in writing. And the date is from back then. No, I, I mean, I understand, but that only works for people who are concerned about the truth. If you're not concerned about the truth, but you're concerned about winning, it you don't care. And that's, to me, that's, that's the issue here that um, is an issue of integrity. It's truth. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the foundation, foundating, the, the foundational problem we have. Yeah. So there is and no if, standard of truth that we can all agree on. And if people aren't interested in truth, then you can't um you can't in good faith do anything with them. Mm-hmm. You can't negotiate with them because they're not interested in truth, they're interested in winning. You can't uh do political uh, uh compromise because they're only interested in winning. There's there's no point. And if there is no god, and there is no repercussion, you know. I mean, the, supposedly Church of Satan. There's their uh, uh, their basic only laws: do what thou wilt is the end of the law. So do what you want, and so all of this is satanic. I mean, it all goes back to this. That's why. I mean, at fundamentally at at the bottom of all this, this is a spiritual thing mm-hmm. going on here. If you take out the politics and everything else. Now, that does not mean the Republicans are lily white and they're <laughs> doing God's work. Right. I'm not saying that at all. Um, uh, but um, if you have to uh, win through force... If that is the only way that you can win, that you you don't want truth to come out because then you might not win, you're wrong side. Mm. You sh- yeah, but so this idea that the truth matters really is lost in all this. Yeah, well, it's it, it's like a a UFC fight where one side 
It's playing by different rules. Yeah. One side says, okay, you can't bite, can't gouge your eyes, can't <laughs> hit them in the groin. And the other side is like, if they get close enough, I'm going to not just punch them in the groin. I'm mm-hmm. going to bite them in the groin, and then I'm going to tear things off, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they give up, then I win, you know. Um, and and so so then the um, then the temptation is is for the other side to say, okay, well, we got to fight dirty now in order to win, and then we'll go back to not fighting dirty. But you can't really do that. Um, so I don't know what – this is going to end badly. Well, and I, I think it has to because if <clears throat> if one side of the argument takes the stance of truth is relative and you can have yours and I can have mine. If you take that stance, you have got to be okay with any decision that someone makes. Exactly. All yep. of them. Yep. No matter no matter what. Private property rights don't matter anymore. No. Because my truth trumps that. Yep. And theoretically, your truth trumps my property rights. Well, I can't stand for that. There has to be truth that's standard. And one of the truths is I can't walk through a wall. Mm-hmm. That's pretty solid truth. Mm-hmm. Well, you... No, I can't. Try. Well... If you're walking while you're being ejected out of a cannon. <laughs> okay, I can do it once then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't I wouldn't be walking. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um the 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 issue is, you know, a year from now, we might not be able to do this. Yeah. What we're doing oh, right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is fascism, and not only that, we might we might um, pay for doing what we're doing now, even though nobody listens. Probably I there's don't know. A few. There's a few, um, five, That's five. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we do it more often, they will. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and this is true because the the quote unquote anti fascist crowd. They're fascists. They're absolutely fascists because they want to silence anyone that mm-hmm. doesn't agree with them. Mm-hmm. And a, 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 a real anti-fascist says, "I don't." You may be saying things I absolutely despise, but you can still say them. Yep. I'm not going to use force to keep you right, from saying something. Right. And what Antifa seems to me, they seem to be brown shirts mm. that the Nazis used. To rough people up and whatnot mm-hmm. beforehand, and of course, when they came to power, they had the night of the crystal, the crystal knock, uh, where they killed off all their enemies and uh, leaders of the uh, SA, not the SS, the SA. They were the brown shirts, were taken out and shot. Um, so these Antifa people think that they're doing something maybe good, that mm-hmm. there's going to be this better thing. Well, they're not going to be a part of that, whatever that better thing is, because they always get. Re- yeah. I mean, it happened in Soviet Russia, happens in every in every um, dictatorship. They're going to remove whoever has power, except whatever is centralized. Mm. And if Antifa is not part of the group that has the power, they are going to be crushed, because. If they have enough power to topple one government, they right. can topple another one. Right. And that's unacceptable. Yeah, and that's right. unacceptable. Yes. Yep. 
So how, uh, like, thinking of this this blood we're going to be having, which it, it's going to happen. It has to. I it's going to be worse in some places yeah. versus oh, yeah. others. But, the, I mean, there's going to be blood no matter what. And whether it is the, the crazy uh, anarchists mm-hmm. that really don't want anyone in power. Mm-hmm. And, and, the and, and any, types. Yeah. Um, it'll be those, and then they're going to be killing people. Uh-huh. Uh, or it's going to be the military coming in to clean them up, and they're going to be killing people. So there's going to be blood. Yeah. Well, no. the I guess the the question is, are they going to do martial law, you know, regional martial law or whatever? And if they do regional martial law, are they going to be even-handed on uh, who they arrest and what they do with the arrested? Because supposedly in, like, what is it? Uh, Chicago, they arrest people, but mm-hmm. they don't press any charges, and they just let you them just go. get them off the street for a yeah. minute and put them right back. Yeah, um, are they going to be doing that? Uh, and if it's a democratic, um, if if the Democrats have the House, the Senate, and the President, mm-hmm. and then at that point decide, well, there's these uh, these patriot. Prayer, prayer yeah. mm-hmm. people. Yep. They are an existential threat, so we have to do, uh, uh, you know, martial law to keep them. If that happens and the the military actually tries to crack down mm-hmm. on them, then there's going to be bloodshed and maybe a coup or a fracturing of the military or whatever. And some states are going to be better than other states and... Um, yeah. So, what does martial law look like? It's. I mean, you you you've been in the emergency management world. What does that kind of thing look like? Um. It would be akin to like when they were doing the lockdowns, except like um, tanks on the streets. Uh, yeah, military on the street. Uh, if you're driving the car and you don't have a reason to be out or papers or whatever, you get arrested or whatever. And then if you try to flee, you get shot. You know, Is that, that allowable under the Constitution? Um, because the Constitution is, it, my understanding is with martial law, the protections you have in the Constitution are- Get put aside. Get put aside until whatever- How in the for, world does that get enacted? Um, Does Congress say, yep, we want to give up our power? There's no way they're going to do that. Well, if uh, if you if you have the the House and the Senate and the there's, president, there's no way the that they're going to say we don't want power because they they would have to assume well, that the military will install them as the new coup leadership, right? Yeah, but um it's not going to come across as this is this is how life will always be. It is Well, that's exactly what Tim Walls said. I I know. 15 days to slow the spread. What's it been? 4 months? I know, that's the end result. Right, exactly. But but when he said 15 days, everybody looked around and went like, okay, yeah, 15, yeah, <laughs> exactly. okay. I yeah, can do that. They'll tell uh-huh. the truth. Sure. Yeah. And then But they still don't think he's lying. No, because because things changed. Oh, bull. The facts changed, and so you have to respond. So uh, they can use whatever. And um, if you are a kid, 
and you still have the internet and you can still do TikTok <laughs> and YouTube and all the rest mm-hmm. of it and Netflix is still on and you can still go to a football game and you can still do whatever you don't care and if you can still go to your job and make some money you don't care um it's just for anybody who wants to do something different or actually have a say in their life hmm. And we haven't gone there, and who knows what it'll look like. But it's already been demonstrated that there is no, uh, that law doesn't matter to any, they're going to come up with a, with a reason why they're going to do whatever they're going to do. Um, in Europe, you can't do hate speech, is uh, saying that God exists, hate speech, is uh, saying uh, that uh, a a baby in a womb is a human being. Is that hate speech? Well, if it's considered hate speech, well, then every church that doesn't Mm -hmm. believe that or does believe that will be shut down because, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, uh, Soviet Russia had a constitution that they didn't follow, but they had a constitution. They call it the Democratic you know, party of, or, right. you know, yeah. and it's not democratic and people still voted, even though that supposedly 97% of the people voted for their, uh, faceless overlords. And I don't know if people have the desire to fight for freedom anymore. No, no, we don't. So I, I I don't think so. I mean, there's going to be some that will. So so, but what happens in the event? So I mean, we have Hawaii mm-hmm. is unsafe now. They're locking the heck out. They're locking it down. Oh, ooh. you you can't. I mean, you can't go to the beach in Hawaii. Uh huh. Because COVID apparently just, it's just getting you at the beach. Yeah, it's horrible. Sitting in a shell yeah. waiting. Yeah. So they're locking down Australia. Locking down. Uh-huh. Uh Mel Melbourne. Uh, you can go to jail if you don't obey them on their lockdown order. Jail for 10 years if you get caught disobeying the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing ain't going away. No, it's not. This is They're using this as a pretext it's, it's for absolutely a one-world that. government. Correct, yes. And when you listen to old Tedros, the WHO uh, monkey head, head guy. Communist. Uh, communist Ethiopian. Mm-hmm. Um, his whole thing is uh, we need we need a global uh, strategy mm-hmm. because the virus thrives on division. Gosh dang it! It knows the virus knows when we're divided, mm-hmm. and it, it it's, it's going to get us unless we come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. Nope. And you know the uh, what is it? The World Economic Forum. Oh geez, a, yeah, a great mm-hmm. reset. Yeah, and that's what they're yeah. doing. They're trying to reset mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So, what is Joe Biden's campaign called? What's his slogan? Well, it's a. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Really? What? What is it? It's something super catchy. Uh. I mean, if you go to JoeBiden.com, you're going to find his uh, 
Ready? Ready for this? No. The battle for the soul of the nation. Build back better. Oh yes, yeah, but they 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 did that first in England. Build, not did it. For, they are doing it. Yeah, that started there. The European build back better. Canada build back better. Canada. Yeah, the United Nations. We're going to build back better. How in the crap does anyone not see this as straight up globalism? Because this is that's an attempt for globalism. Theory. Yeah, then why are they all saying the same words? It's conspiracy words? theory. Joe Biden in the front, his name, Build Back. That's what the stupid sign behind him says when he talks from his basement. Build Back Better. Yeah, and you know, one thing that really bothers me, because I know this to be true, that the the morons that that support this, they're going to lose their freedom in the future. And the idiots that support this kind of stuff are not going to have the presence of of thought or remorse at what they did. Because um, supposedly in, in uh, Soviet Russia, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the dissident, famous dissident. Anyways, the, the people, uh, the, the, the strict communists who were thrown into prison and then worked to death or executed, even to the end, when they were destroyed by the same machine that they supported, still supported the machine. So you're going to have people that are never going to admit that this was a bad idea, that what they did is wrong, because that they're, not, they're just not going to be mentally capable of doing it. And... That's that's one of the things that really uh that really annoy me but it it doesn't annoy me as much as what they're going to do in the country like Norm Macdonald said we're talking about Bill Cosby mm-hmm. and somebody said the worst part about it was the hypocrisy and he said I don't think that was the worst part <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst part was the raping right. and then it was yeah. the scheming questionable yes, and then right. it was the drugging <clears throat> okay, this fascinates me. So I just went to the interwebs and I did a little, um, just a little looking, a wee bit of typing, and searched the interweb for mm-hmm. Build Back Better globally. Mm-hmm. Just the top four hits. This is on Google. Okay. The top four options on that. The first one, we mean businesscoalition.org. Build back better. COVID-19 policy response. The COVID-19 pandemic is a global emergency. This is from, I don't know when this was, uh, bringing devastation to millions around the world, impacting lives and jobs and grinding much of the global economy to a halt. It calls on all of us to come together with compassion and humility and to act radically and decisively to protect what's most important. In addition to mobilizing emergency medical responses and financial assistance for communities, workers, and businesses in the near term, governments around the world are quickly designing some of the biggest long-term economic stimulus packages ever seen. Both elements are vital to ensure the damage to economies, companies, and people are caused, uh, sorry, caused by the coronavirus is minimized while laying the foundations for a strong recovery. The science is clear. This is the same... St- statement the science. science is clear 
Climate change is a present threat to human lives, health, and the economy. The emergence of a new threat does not reduce the human and economic risks of ongoing climate crisis. And many of the same vulnerable populations are going to be hardest hit by both. The decisions governments make now will lock in the strategic direction of companies and economies for years to come. Governments working on plans to rebuild their economy should pair recovery action with climate action Ugh. to ensure that they and the companies they support emerge stronger than before. Clear and consistent government policies that drive the future decarbonization of every system of the economy are critical to accelerate progress toward the zero carbon economies of the future. By applying a climate and resilience lens to longer-term economic stimulus, governments can boost economic growth, create jobs, reduce emissions, ensure clean air, and increase resilience for future shocks. Build back better. The next one. OECD.org. OCD? OECD. Hey. OCD? <laughs> better policies for better lives. This story on their website, uh, OECD.org, was from June 5, 2020. The headline, Building Back Better, A Sustainable Resilient Recovery After COVID-19. You know what this feels like? <laughs> what? Oh, no, never mind. Keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> uh, they have a whole bunch. So I'm just going to hit the points here. A more, uh, let's see. Uh, government's first government's first priorities in tackling the COVID-19 pandemic have been to overcome the health emergency and to implement rapid economic rescue measures, the latter mostly aimed at providing essential liquidity and protecting livelihoods in the face of abrupt losses of income. As the health crisis gradually abates in some countries, attention is now turning to preparing stimulus measures for triggering economic recovery. The policy brief examines this policy brief examines how these stimulus packages can create a recovery that builds back better. Not only getting economies and livelihoods back to their feet quickly, but also safeguarding prosperity for the longer term. This means triggering investments and societal changes that will both reduce the likelihood of future shocks and improve our resilience to those shocks when they do occur. Whether from disease or environmental degradation, at the heart of this approach is the transition to more inclusive, more resilient societies with net zero GHG emissions and much reduced impacts on nature. Other OECD policy briefs examine the role of environmental health in strengthening resilience to pandemics and COVID-19 and the low carbon transition. <clears throat> the next link is the WRI.org, the World Resources Institute. Their story, Building Back Better After Coronavirus. The COVID-19 pandemic is a human tragedy of epic proportions. People have lost loved ones, jobs, and businesses. The effects will ripple throughout economies and, com and com communities for years. Put down the knife and even decades. Decades. 
as uh, Tedros says, governments and others will spend trillions of dollars responding to the effects of the coronavirus, rebuilding the old-fashioned way by investing in fossil fuel-driven growth that threatens human health and exacerbates inequality. And it's a dangerous proposition. Future prosperity demands that countries build back better. And the last one that I chose, again, top four on Google, from sustainabledevelopment.un.org. This a United Nations uh, side project, maybe? Sustainable Development Goals. This is the knowledge platform. This was an event, July 15. It was a virtual event. Uh, it's called Building Back Better and Achieving the Global Goals Through the Power of Youth. Youth are stupid. <laughs> they are. Just ask Kamala Harris. Restless development, action for sustainable development, and project everyone. But one thing about Kamala Harris. Ka- Kamala, get Kamala. it right. It's racist if you don't say her name Yeah, right. well, she's Jamaican. She spoke a lot of ganja. <laughs> um, her dad did. Um, no, she put him in jail. Sorry. Um, have you seen her family? No. Uh her her children, they're not hers. They're adopted. They're they're married into. Oh, she doesn't have kids. She doesn't. Nope. Even though okay. she claims to be a mother. Okay. All right. Then never mind. She's a career woman. She can't have to be bothered with kids. Or the or truth. she slept her way to the top, which is more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> this youth-led and inclusive session will be led by the Youth Power Panel. And we'll focus on what is needed to recover from COVID-19 in a sustainable manner to what? To build back better and achieve the global goals by 2030. Focusing on issues around inequalities, gender, and climate change, the panelists and moderators will discuss key challenges faced around the world. The network's working to achieve the goals and why embedding youth voices in post-COVID-19 recovery plans is crucial. The interactive session will include questions and video submissions curated prior to the session from activists around the world. We could have registered for this event. I wish I would have known. But at the time, when you see Build Back Better, it's a spoof because it's the dumbest saying in the world. Yeah. But no. So how is nobody putting this together in the media? That the the guy who wants to be the president uh, on the Democrat ticket is lockstep. I mean, because first off, nobody said, you know, we got to come up with a good campaign slogan. What's it going to be? We got to have a better economy, better, you know, we're going to help the... Uh, got it! Uh, build back better. Oh, that is genius. Dynamite. That's the best you could ever come up with. No. There's no way anyone came up with this with with a brain other than globalism. Mm-hmm. But that's not a negative. That's not a negative uh, a word. Globalism? Yeah, it's not. I mean, the Constitution should be scrapped and come up with a new one to, according to these people um and so if you don't believe in nationalism if you don't believe that your country is exceptional if you think that your country is a receptacle of of bigots 
and uh, injustice for the last 200 years, it should be destroyed and do whatever it takes to be destroyed if you actually believe that, which they do, which they totally do. So when it comes to globalism, they look at Europe and they think, oh, I, I want to be like that. But like Australia, like all these different places. And the whole point of everything that they've done is to try to destroy America. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Saul Alinsky's plan, you know, you... you mm-hmm. I mean, so there's, there's no point in putting it in the news media. I mean, because they don't see anything exceptionally bad about it. But but to me it's the it's the correlation it's the fact that it is it is the same. It's but the that's same what they thing. want. But I that's know. what they want. But, and if you don't want that too, you're the idiot. But why is the right not covering it? I mean, it, I, I I guess I don't listen to a lot of right wing talk either. But I don't hear them I have, comparing the two. I've heard. I've heard. I uh, who? I don't know if it was something on Fox once. But regardless, first of all, um. You're going to have to go to a, a website dedicated, a right-wing website, in order for anybody to... Because you're not going to see it in any of the news media. Probably not going to see it on Fox, unless you're on uh, fo- uh, the the Five or whatever. Um, nobody's going to... Nobody's going to bring that up, unless you're listening to Limbaugh or something. Even then, I who knows? <clears throat> All right, let's read a little bit of this, and then we'll close this half show. I okay. think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, this is from the JoeBiden.com. Uh, this is the, this is official. This oh. is from his website. Okay. Joe Biden believes to his core that there's no greater economic engine in the world than the hard work and ingenuity of the American people. Nobody has more respect for the working woman and men, women and men who get up every day to build and sustain this country and more confidence that they can meet the challenges we face. Make no mistake, America has been knocked down. The unemployment rate is higher than it was in the Great Depression. Millions have lost jobs, hours, pay, health care, and the business, small businesses they started through no fault of their own. Yep, your fault, genius. The government, he would have us still locked in our basements if he was in charge. Yep. All of us. Yep. Which, to... For anyone, anyone to say, well, Donald Trump has caused the highest unemployment. No. Well, okay, yes. But it's been governments in every state that did that. We never had a national lockdown. No, we didn't. We had Democrat, horrible communist governors, and some that are not, Abbott, hello, Texas, um, locked their states down. Yep. That is, they caused this unemployment. They did that. Yep. And it drives me mad that that, that Biden is, is getting lying? away with with, lying? with misrepresenting the facts. L- lying? Yes, lying. Uh-huh. The pandemic has also laid bare some unacceptable truths. Oh, I get it. I know what. Oh, oh, over here. I know what this one is. Okay. Racism. <laughs> it's right. Systemic racism. <clears throat> All right. We'll, we'll huh? start. Even. Huh? Even before COVID-19, the Trump, Do I get a cookie? the Trump administration was pursuing economic policies that rewarded wealth over work and corporations over working families. 
because corporations never hire working families. Anyway, too many families were struggling to make ends meet, and too many parents were worried about the economic future for their children. And black and Latino Americans, Native Americans, immigrants, and women have never been welcomed as part, as full participants in the economy. Never. How many women run Fortune 500 companies? A lot of them. Yeah, but... Uh, again, you know, going back to Jordan Peterson makes very good point. Oh, totally. Uh, Camille, uh, whatever her name is. Um, and that is in order to run one of those, you have to be hyper focused. Mm-hmm. It's a highly competitive environment and you have to not care about anything but that job. Yeah. And women tend to be so caring. much they tend to care caring about people. and right. more balanced and better so that they wouldn't want that job. Mm-hmm. So it it should be a sign that that women are uh, easier to live with and are better people. People, I mean that. I. Anyways, keep, I'm sorry. By Biden believes that uh. this is no time to just build back the way things were. Before. Oh, I got it! I got it! Build back better, <laughs> huh? What? With the old economy, structural weaknesses and inequalities still in place, this is the moment to imagine and build a new American society for our families and the next generation. Mm. An economy where every American enjoys a fair return for their work and an equal chance to get ahead. An economy more vibrant and more powerful precisely because everybody will get cut in on the deal. Well, you cut that pie into smaller pieces, it's smaller pieces. But everybody gets a smaller smaller. piece. (laughs) In this time of crisis, Joe Biden has a plan to... (laughs) (laughs) He has a plan. Yeah. (laughs) Build back better. (laughs) Has a plan to create millions, this is insane, of good paying jobs. What the crap is a good paying job? Um, Who, Who determines a good paying job? I want $150,000 a year. That's a good paying Build job. Or two, uh, f- half a million dollars a year. Yeah. That's a good paying job. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. I like it. And to give Americans... Go, Joe. Go, Joe. <laughs> to give Americans working families the tools, choices, and freedom they need to do what? Build back to better! Build back better. <laughs> That starts with the strategy, real, no, a real strategy to deal with the pandemic. It starts there, apparently. We can't solve the jobs crisis until we solve the public health crisis. Trump may have forgotten about COVID, but COVID hasn't forgotten about us. I'm sorry, a virus doesn't know what people are thinking. Uh It ain't political, or is it? (laughs) On March 12th, April 27th, and June 11th, Biden laid out a comprehensive strategy to get the pandemic under control and effectively reopen the economy, an approach that will both protect the health and safety of our people and boost economic activity. He will start implementing that plan on day one. You know what the first thing is? Mandatory federal mask mandate. Is it? Oh, he said that, yeah. Day, oh. I will, on day one, I will issue a mandatory face mask mandate. What's that going to do, Joe? It's going to build back better. <laughs> Probably. 
Biden will also provide future, no, sorry, further immediate relief to working families, small businesses, and communities. How? But, oh, oh here, the three point. He'll do it. This is why. He's going to do it. Um, he will provide state, local, and tribal governments uh-huh. with, with, the, with the aid oh. they need so educators, firefighters, and other essential workers aren't being laid off. Screw the rest of you. Uh, oh, okay. Extend COVID crisis unemployment insurance oh. to help those who are out of hey. work. Yeah. Oh, I heard that Comrade Walls uh, petitioned the government to get three hundred more bucks. Three hundred dollars more <laughs> in your state. Yeah, Good job. We're building back better. <laughs> Provide a comeback package. A comeback package for Main Street businesses and entrepreneurs. Ooh, that's just so vague. This I could say this stuff. Yeah, means yep. nothing. Yep. And Biden will immediately. Well, I'm so glad that Joe personally <laughs> right. came He's, up with this he plan. Did. <laughs> he, Yes, he did. In his basement. Oh, well, that's why he was there for so long. Uh-huh. Like he was scribbling on paper, really, you know, really trying to work it out. Yeah, and really, he he didn't have like a mental f- fart. It was uh, he had a muscle cramp in his hand because he's been <gasps> writing so much, and he just it's hard to focus when your muscles are cramping. So up. Joe, he built himself back better. He did, huh? <laughs> huh? And Biden will immediately. Put people to work immediately by enlisting them to help fight the pandemic, including through a public health jobs Immediate, corps. Immediately? Immediately, it says. So like. <clears throat> Just like that. He's elected. Bam. Bam. You got a job. job in the PHJC. Okay. In the public health job corps. That's going to be good. Huh. But that's just the start. The Biden economic recovery plan for working families will build our economy mm. back better. Whenever mm. Americans, uh, whenever America has had its back against the wall, we've acted together to lay the foundation through public investment and a strong social contract for the American people to pull together and push forward. The Biden plan will mobilize the American people in service of four bold national efforts to address four great national challenges. We got to have four bold efforts for four challenges. <clears throat> um, these are headlines. We're going to read them, then I'm going to go shoot myself. <laughs> uh, mobilize American manufacturing and innovation to ensure that the future is made in America and in all of America. Okay. Mobilize American ingenuity to build a modern infrastructure and an equ- equitable, clean energy future. Mobilize American talent and heart. <laughs> How do you mobilize the American heart? <laughs> To build a 21st century caregiving and education workforce, which will help ease the burden of care for working parents, especially women. That seems kind of sexist, Joe. Mobilize across the board to advance racial equity in America. Building back better means an updated social contract that treats American workers and working families as essential at all times. Oh, not just in times of crisis. Ooh, Really? really? How, how in the world? Is, uh, everyone gets to be essential. Then. I oh, like it. Boy. I like that. Huh. Oh, that just goes on. This website's oh. awesome. It goes on. If you want to donate to Joe Biden. How old is he? 78. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's going to be 82 when... <laughs> There's no way. You're voting. <laughs> For, For Ka- Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Joe Biden. Oh, so I'm sorry. 
In November, he'll be. November 20, he's going to turn 78. So he's 77. He'll be he's 80, 81, 77, almost 82. When? Almost 82 when he. At uh, the end of a first term? Yeah, if he gets it. He won't be there. Well, he might be there. Have you seen the movie Dave? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, the president has a stroke and somebody who looks just like him takes a sp- spot. So they'll just, they'll have some, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's why they're making all those uh, lifelike sex dolls in order to create a lifelike president. And then, you know. Why did you, why did you start with the sex doll and go right to the president? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. <clears throat> Well, just don't forget, build back. <laughs> just wait. It's the I got stupidest it. I got thing it. In the world. We need a slogan. What's it going to be? <sighs> this is fascinating. Someone, I, a, a friend of mine, just one hour ago, uh, I just pulled up the face bag real quick and. <clears throat> He said, want to see something very revealing? And posted a link to Antifa.com. A-N-T-I-F-A.com. So let's go there. Antifa.com. You know, um, somebody had a website called uh, Illuminati.com, and you clicked it, it it would go to the CIA website. Um, And so I'm just saying anybody could could do that and then it's not necessarily them www.antifa.com oh goes to joe biden they did the same thing i'm sure <laughs> so here's the next step let's see if we can find this out let's go to the who is for the interweb and let's look up antifa.com and see who owns it Antifa.com. Bing! Donald Trump. No. <laughs> uh, it doesn't say it's... it's uh, It was created. It, it's a joke. Well, right, but actually the domain was purchased initially in 2002. And then uh, August 2020 was renewed. So it uh, namecheap.com is who has it registered, <clears throat> but someone they're hiding their their information. We could dig deeper and find it, but that's kind of humorous. <laughs> you want to find out Joe Biden? Go to antifa.com. <laughs> Outrageous. And Kamala. I'm gonna go to buildbackbetter.com. See, oh, what is that? I didn't even think about that. It's got to be Joe. Buildbackbetter.com goes to nothing. No, this can't be true. That can't already. Someone has to have it. Somebody has to own that. Oh, I don't believe it. Don't believe it. It doesn't. It doesn't go anywhere. Does it for you? Buildbackbetter.com is unavailable. Can you buy it? I'm looking. It's taken. Drat. 
<sighs> who, who has it though? Let's find who is. Who is? Do 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 do. Build back better. This is the David Allen show, <laughs> where we do research on the fly. Yeah, I, know, I was gonna say. <laughs> It's registered by GoDaddy. There are no, there's no client information. It was the, it was created 2016, October 8. Uh, it updated, so it, it's coming up for renewal uh, in October. So someone has it, but it does not go anywhere that I can find. It just spins. Well... Hmm. Hmm. I say. Yeah. This is the, the David Allen. <laughs> David Allen show. David Allen show dot com. Uh, episode ninety nine point five. Point five. Ninety nine point five on your a on your podcast dial here on the interweb. Uh. It's been a long time. Today is August 30 for those that, so the people that stuck around for the last hour and a half, it's August 30th. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any last thoughts, um, David, before we get off of here? No. Nothing? No. I've, I, this is going to be quite the ride. Oh man. I, I'm excited about the, like, I, I want to debate so bad. There's it, no the, way they're going to debate. <laughs> there is no won't, way. But it will be killer. If it happens, but there's no possible way. You don't think they'll get in the same room together? No. No. Now, Nancy Pelosi said she wouldn't recommend it because she doesn't think that Donald Trump, or the president, she said, de- de- deserves to be exactly. given any kind of um, uh, platform. Yeah, exactly. Does she not know he got? He has the biggest airplane in the world to fly on? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, he's got the coolest car. Does she know excuses. he's got a helicopter? Two of them, ten of them, whatever. Yeah, it's... He lives in the people's house. Yeah. Does he? I thought he moved back to his house because it was better, bigger. <laughs> Maybe he built back better. You yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brother. Well, we'll see. But yes, I totally am excited for this process to go through. And unfortunately... Well, unless the left gets everything, if they win the House, the Senate, and the presidency, then we're probably all screwed. I mean, like horribly. Yeah, yeah. because they will go and they will take Trump's just do it Yeah, attitude uh, and do lots of bad stuff. Well, like one thing that they will undoubtedly do when he gets, when he leaves office. Oh, they're arrested. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to prosecute him. Yeah. For whatever. Anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're going to destroy anybody that had anything to do mm-hmm. with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I just want to take this time to say I hate Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I've never liked the man. I didn't know him. I did nothing. I don't like orange hair. I was not on his island. <laughs> nothing. And I did not kill myself. <laughs> oh, that's Clinton. Uh, no, but... Up until what was it five years ago? Trump donated to almost oh, yeah. exclusively Democrats. I mean, he's like he's a he's a mob boss. Technically, I mean, yeah. he's a don. 
<laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's one of theirs. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's ridiculous. They created this caricature of this man, and he doesn't believe anything or very little of what the Republicans have traditionally believed in. Mm-hmm. Um, so why do they hate them so bad? Because he's a figurehead. Mm-hmm. So. Well. <clears throat> and they can't control the guy. How much dirt do you think he has on them all? Because think about it. If he has donated to almost all of them, especially the old timers, he's sent money. I wonder if he's like. Do you think he's sitting on a gold mine? Maybe he's got access to all of Epstein's. (laughs) Maybe he is. He has Epstein's stuff. Maybe he killed him. (laughs) Keep him quiet. Yeah. Because he didn't want to come out yet. He's waiting. He's got all the video, and he was going to say, I gave all the videos to Donald Trump, and so that's why he killed him. Yeah. yeah, we're not claiming that anyone killed him by name. Yeah, no, an way. unnamed hitman yes, killed someone. Him. No, yeah, he died. That's he, all we're. That's all we're claiming. He died through homicidal violence. That's the only thing that we're claiming. <laughs> he, he was unable to build back better. <laughs> um, I just, I wonder. I mean, Hillary went away, and she's telling Biden that you don't concede. Don't ever concede to Trump. Like oh. she, she's coming out saying Biden shouldn't concede. Oh, yeah. That's their goal yeah. if he doesn't win outright. But what it makes me think is, why did she concede? Because she conceded quickly. Very quick. And I speculate, clearly in my own little head, um that there was a uh, an agreement they came to. You bow out, and I won't prosecute you. Yeah. I mean, that potentially or, or, or could some, be it. Or something along those lines. Yeah. I, I, and so what I wonder is, she's now coming out, oh, don't, Joe, don't, don't concede, Joe. Why? Maybe he should. If he loses, he should, right? See, here's the other thing. This whole... Post office brouhaha, I believe, is um, it's another uh, scenario that is being used by both sides. Because if Trump can say, oh, mail-in voting is fraudulent, and if the Democrats can say, oh, he's slowing down the mail, so he will win. No matter the outcome, they both get to claim their guy won yeah and we we don't know the answer and they so, both get to do that and so whoever wins the house and the senate yeah will yeah will yep. determine the presidency mm-hmm. so they're both they both stand to gain by losing <laughs> which is weird yeah because they have the uh they have this to fall back on yeah so if either of them lose they are going I mean, it's this is going to court oh yeah but I mean, it's just going to be it's this is two thousand all over again. Oh yeah, or more. Well, it's worse, worse, far yeah. worse. Yeah, yep. So we got a dictator. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Go get him. This is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow dot com.
a little ZZ Top. I think the longest standing band with all the original members. Yeah. Another uh, 20 years and you'll look like them. <laughs> oh, DavidAllenShow.com on the interweb. Uh, email DavidAllenShow at gmail.com. We're on the Google Play Store, on the uh, Apple iTunes Store, and at ymailbank.com, davidallenshow.com. Tell your friends about it. Soon we're going to have a way that you can donate to the show if you got any any benefit from it. If there was any value you saw in the show, you could send it our way. And even if you didn't, we'll still take your money. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Any last words, David, for coming up uh, before we shut this show down? No. This half show. Yeah, this half show. Not even a full show. Not even a full show. A partial show. <laughs> Nothing. All right. It's almost September. The pandemic is not going away anytime soon. DavidAllenShow.com. See you later. Bye.